Are you starting to wonder if somebody has taken over my account? I mean, episode 190 is I erased my goals. Yes, you heard me right. And what I did instead. And you're like, what is going on with Michelle? And today I'm telling you to stop, stop looking for new customers. Like what in the world is going on? I know, I know craziness this week. I mean, we start on Monday with Mindset Monday and then I completely lose my mind. I know, it's a little insane right now, right? Well, I promise you there's a method to this madness and no, do I not want you to have new customers? I absolutely do. But I know that it can be so challenging and so easy to fixate on the new, 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 new and forget what we already have in front of us. And that's what we're talking about today. I want you to certainly keep growing your business, keep adding to it, but I don't want you to forget what you already have in front of you. And that is what we're talking about today. So if you are ready for that, let's hop on in and get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you miss that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Hey there, friend. I hope you're doing well. So I wanted to share this with you. I know that your number one desire is to honor the Lord in all that you do while building a successful business. I also know it can be hard to release and surrender everything over to the Lord because you're on one hand like, take it, Lord, all of it. And on the other hand, you're wondering, oh my goodness, what did I just surrender to? What's going to happen? What is he going to do with those big goals and dreams that I have for my business? Does that sound familiar? Or is that just me? (laughs) I know you can understand that. That's why I've put together the Biblical Success Session. It's a 60-minute one-on-one coaching call where we'll create a biblical mindset strategy for success in your business, where we go through my four-step roadmap to freedom, freedom from the chains of trying to do everything by the comp plan and making sure that you're aligning with what God wants for you. We'll start by pinpointing your number one frustration, struggle, worry, fear, whatever it is in your business. Then we're going to create a plan to swap those fears and frustrations 
with the truths and promises of God's word, giving you a tactical strategy for the coming days when the enemy wants to tempt you because you know he's gonna do it. But here's the thing. I know you have a million other things on your plate right now. And I know that mama always seems to take the back seat. So investing in yourself and your business seems like the last thing you should be doing, right? That's why I'm gifting you 20% off. It is my passion. And I know that this is where the Lord wants me. It is my absolutely deepest desire to help more women see their business as the vehicle God has for them. I promise you there is peace in the surrender and I know the Lord wants you to feel that. Hop on over to bit.ly slash biblical success session for your 20% off gift from me while they're still available. Okay. Okay. I know it makes zero sense, right? Stop trying to get new customers. Like what in the world? Yes. I've actually lost my mind. I mean, Are the things that came through your head like, why in the world would I stop trying to grow my business and gain new customers? Michelle, you've you're you're insane. But is this kind of like a train wreck? Like you just kind of have to sit here and take a listen as to exactly how bonkers I've gotten. I'm glad you're here because we're going to break this down. No, I have not lost my mind and I'm all for new customers. They're great. They really are. There's something about a new customer, right? It gets you excited again. It it really kind of gives you that kick in the pants that you need because maybe it's been a while and you're like, oh, right, I need to know this information. So there is a huge amount of benefit that comes from new customers and even new business partners. But do you know what's even better? than a new customer. And I'm going to camp out on the whole new customer end of things, the customer side of things. Do you know what's even better? Is current customers. Oh, I know. What? Current customers. Yeah. You know what's so cool about current customers is they already know what you do. They've already ordered. They've already crossed that barrier of entry. Like they're in. Maybe they've only ordered once, but they're in. You don't have to convince them necessarily. And let's just be clear. I'm not all about convincing people because if you have to convince them of something, then more than likely it's not going to be a good fit. I've done that before. Have you ever done that? Like you, you, you really did a good sales job. You convinced somebody to buy your products. Of course, they came to you. This is a total sidebar. They came to you. They wanted to try your stuff. They had a ton of questions and you've convinced them to buy it. Nine times out of 10, I'm going to guess your experience is the same as mine. 90% of, ta- of the time, they don't appreciate the product. They have trouble. They have whatever because It really was more they did it for me and out of what I said to them and what I shared with them than anything else. Okay, let's get back to the episode at hand. So instead of spending your time trying to get new customers, what if, what if you cultivated the customers and the relationships with the ones that you already have? I mean... You already know that they like the products or they did at one time. 
So in my way of thinking, you have three types of customers. The first is your ride or die. They purchase consistently and frequently. Like they do not let their product, if it's a consumable product, they don't let it get down too far. Like they are making sure that they always have this on hand. They're telling people about your service, your products that you have. They want to make sure that they are already, like they're stocked up. This, side note, is why a consumable product is so vital to the success of your business. If you have a a non-consumable product, uh, let's say, you know, an item of clothing, maybe some jewelry or something like that, sure, people are going to buy more than that. But at some point, they look and they open up their drawer and they've got a lot of those things sitting there. When you consume a product, like you actually have to throw the bottle away. Okay, it's no surprise or no secret I sell um, a consumable products. I sell liquid collagen. My customers who start liquid collagen, they, one, they love it. I just had a customer tell me, can I drink the whole bottle? I'm like, yeah, it's sure, go for it. Um, but, but then they have to, like at some point, they can't drink anymore because it's gone. They like it. They want more. We want that, right? We want people to want more of what they do. So the rider dies. Yes, please. Like they are the backbone to our business. We love them. Number two is those sporadic customers. You know, every so often an order pops up. You're like, oh, Julie, you're still here. I I kind of forgot that you had ordered at some point. And those are great too, because I don't know about you, those orders come through just the time I need it. Like I look and I'm like, oh, yay, that gave me the volume I needed or the you know additional customer, the whatever, whatever, whatever. Those are awesome. I love those little surprises that come through. Number three, those are your one and done group of people. Maybe they order they've ordered once, maybe they order like once a year, or it's so infrequently that you kind of have forgotten about them. Like they know the products are good, but it's just not a priority for them, right? Okay, so we have these three types of people, the ride or die, the sporadic, maybe every other month, every three months, something like that. And then you got your one and doneers who Sometimes they kind of ignore you too because they're like, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know, whatever. So the truth of the matter is these people deserve your attention. I don't care what category they fall into. It's so easy to message people when we have a big promo going on, a discount, a new product. And and honestly, some of them may not mind. I'll be perfectly honest with you. If we weren't friends and I started ordering from you, so let's say you sell, you know, the the best unicorn tears around, it solves all my problems, one drop, you know, burns every ounce of fat that I have. If we weren't friends, like we didn't have a relationship before I started buying the unicorn tears from you, it would not hurt my feelings at all if really 90% of the time I heard from you about a promotion. But I don't know is if I'm normal when it comes to that. And so people do like to have some sort of relationship with the person that they're ordering from. If nothing else, it ties them to you just a little bit more. Now, let's be very, very, very clear when I'm talking about nurturing that relationship. These are genuine conversations, authentic conversations. These are not um, 
a message to somebody so that you can rip the bandaid off so then your next message can be about the product. Like, think a little bit. If you want to just send a message about the product, the promo, the whatever, just do it. Just do that. That's how I would want to be treated. Now, if that's not how you want to be treated, then you got to treat others how you want to be treated, right? The golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. So you got to run that through what works for you and what makes sense to you. But I do believe that these three activities that I'm going to share with you, these three simple ways that you can nurture these relationships, I really feel like they transcend all personality types and whatnot. There's always going to be an outlier and she's going to get offended no matter what. She's going to get offended on a Tuesday when the sun is shining just because she is, you know, offended Ophelia. I don't know. That just came to me. But I want to give you permission to allow yourself to not let this consume you. These activities, literally, you could break it up into like a a five, 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 five minutes on each of these activities. That is 15 minutes total. Or if you have a little bit more time, maybe you do 15, 15, 15. You spend 15 minutes on each one of these activities. Now, the only additional time you're going to need to take is to gather who you're going to talk about or not talk about, who you're going to contact, who are you going to nurture relationship with this particular day. Maybe that takes you 10 minutes. If your back office is anything like mine, you can print that out. You can sort in a myriad of different ways so that you have that all set up for you. Maybe you print it out on Monday and you like highlight those people. Maybe if you have a large customer base, maybe you break that down by instead of 15 minutes, it's 15 people each time. Maybe it's five people a day. Maybe it's, you know, for each category. You get the freedom to use this as it works for you. If you have 20 minutes, take five minutes organizing your list, five minutes for each of these activities. Okay. Have I belabored the explanation long enough? So here are some, here are three activities. Number one, This is for um, cultivating and nurturing these relationships of current customers. This all can be done for non-customers as well, but for current customers. One, comment on the stories of your customers. Nothing about your products. Just scroll through and make genuine comments. Personally, I like to make comments in stories. Because where do those comments end up? They end up in their DMs or in Facebook PMs. It's private. More than likely, you will get people to respond to you there than if you comment on one of their public posts. That's just the way people are 90% of the time. It doesn't mean don't comment on their posts, but that's just what has worked for me. I'll also tell you something that I have, an observation that I have made recently is that I get far more, I don't know if I can say far more, but I tend to get um, more conversation, more back and forth with, with people on Facebook. And I don't know if that's because of the median age of my followers and the people that I follow on Facebook or, or what. So that could be what it is. I don't know. But either way, I like to have those communications going through the stories, um, through the stories. <laughs> I just had like a flash of like my grandmother being like, those stories. Anyways, um, 
<laughs> squirrel, squirrel, squirrel all over the place, people. Uh, but commenting on their stories, making genuine, like, look at that story. Like, I'm going to pull up a story right now so that I can give you like exactly what I would do. So let's say if I bring up this person's story and um, I see what she's what she's doing there. She's, you know, watching something. And OK, so this person here, she's studying the book of Esther. Oh, my gosh. One of my favorite verses is Esther 414. And the Lord has really shown that to me in new light. I kid you not. Like, I did not plan that at all. That just happened that she's studying through Esther. Like, that's a genuine comment. In fact, after I'm done recording with this, I'm going to go back and send her that comment because I love that. I, I'm not asking her about my products or my services, my coaching, like any of that. Like this is about making a connection with her, cultivating cultivating that relationship. Go through that. If they have multiple, like find two of her stories and make a genuine comment on those. Okay, number two, send a thank you message to those people who ordered to you last month. Like, hey, Susie, thank you so much for your order. I really appreciate your support. When you have a sec, I'd love to know how you're liking your unicorn tears. Please let me know. Have a great day and don't hesitate to contact me with any questions. Simple. Don't you like getting thank you notes? Yeah, me too. I'm terrible about sending thank you notes, especially handwritten ones, but I love it. It takes you two seconds. Here's the thing. You can create a template that works. 90% of that template is going to work for everybody. Adjust it accordingly for each person. Like make your life as simple as possible send that off. So when you sit down, you're like, okay, I have these five people that I want to comment on their stories. I have these five people or five minutes of uh, worth of work that I want to send them a thank you for their order last month. And then number three, check in with people who haven't ordered in three or more months. Okay. So, or, or, you know, whatever your product. So in my case, um, yeah, three or more months is a good amount of time for what I sell and what I offer. Maybe for you, it's, you know, your product tends to last longer. Okay, so maybe, you know, four months, five months, whatever. Use your judgment, what makes sense. There is someone on Facebook, I'm sorry, on Instagram. I think her handle is No Shame Sales Game. I will warn you, she curses a lot in her reels, but her content is on point. And I saw her say this and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so true. Do you struggle with like what to say to these people? Because you don't want to be like, hey. So I was just noticing um, it's been a long time since you've ordered. Like what the heck is up? Because that's really what you want to say, right? But that would not land well. Um, If you sent me that message, I'd be like, "Uh, Julie, that was weird. Like just be a human. So I loved this verbiage is directly from her. And my feeling is always, as with her, and this is exactly what she said, is like, get to the chase, get to it. Don't start out, if your whole purpose is to check in with somebody who hasn't ordered in 60, 90, 120 or more days, don't start with like, hey, how are you? I saw that picture, you guys went to Hawaii. Oh my gosh, your vacation looked so amazing. Oh, and by the way, because she knows, all you really wanted to get to was that second part. So just come right out with it. And then maybe another day, just be like, hey, just saw you two went to Hawaii. How those pictures looked amazing, blah, 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 blah. So here's this verbiage that I think is absolutely amazing. Hey, Julie, I'm just checking in with my customers who haven't ordered in X number of days or more and wanted to see if you needed a replenishment on your fill in the blank, fill in the blank product. Either way, I hope you're having a great day. Bye. Love, Michelle. 
or, you know, whatever, however you're sending that. How easy is that, right? I'm checking in with my customers who haven't ordered in 60 plus days, 90 plus days, in, you know, four or more months. I wanted to see if you needed a replenishment of your product. Either way, hope you're having a great day. She knows right from the beginning why you are ordering. Here's what I find when I send a short, sweet, to the point message to people. Nine times out of 10, I don't know why I keep saying 90%. I will just say the majority of the time they come right back and be like, oh my gosh, I've been meaning to order or you know what, I X, Y, or Z, I didn't really like the taste of it or I didn't, I didn't notice any changes or whatever. And it gives you that opportunity to have a conversation. I also love to give people an out. Either way, hope you're having a great day. Like either way, no big deal. Love to hear from you, blah, 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 whatever. I love giving people an out because the reality is they're busy. This product, your company, your business is important to you, but it's not the most important thing to them, right? So take a few minutes, set 10 minutes aside and plan out, you know, are you gonna, is it five people that you're gonna message? Maybe that's what you have time for. And find out, okay, whose stories do you wanna, comment on. Maybe there are people that, you know, haven't ordered in a while and you haven't had a contact with them and you feel like, no, you know what? You need to kind of like prime the pump a little, like, you know, start making some connections with them first and then you can message them. Um, Who can you thank for their order? Who ordered last month or most recently? Like send them a quick thank you. And number three, check in with those people who haven't ordered in a, you know, two, three, four month time, whatever's appropriate for your product. Remember, keep it conversational. I've heard this saying a few different ways, but it's something like, people don't care what you say, it's how you say it. They want to know that you actually care about them. And even if you're like me and you wouldn't care if you didn't hear from somebody for two, three, four, five, six months and they sent you a message about you know, a sale, a promo, a product, or whatever, People still like to hear. They still like to hear from you. Just a hi or, oh my goodness, your kids are adorable. That, you know, cracked me up or like whatever. People like to hear from you. So I hope you're having an amazing day. Yeah, don't stop trying to get new customers, but don't focus so much on new customers when you have a whole wealth of current customers right under your nose. Cultivate and nurture those relationships. And really the same can be said in large part for your team. Those people on your team. Yeah, it's great to grow and build and add new people to your team. I'm not saying to stop doing that. But we can get so fixated on the new that we forget to cultivate the current. Okay, friend, I got to run because I got some messages to send out. (laughs) Okay, I'll talk to you next week. And as always, friend, I want you to go out there and grow against the grain of the craziness that people are sending all day, every day. Make yourself different. I'll see you next time. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That 
would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.